0: One. hello 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 this hello. is a-
1: hello
0: <laughs> yeah that's nani right there yes hello <laughs> this is the mental Threats podcast <laughs> i'm here with uh miss nani I-, I know your name says something different on zoom but you prefer to be called uh, nani correct
1: yes my name is nalani but you can call me nani what's yes.
0: up yeah so that that's your artist name is like nani or is that just your nickname and your artist name
1: it was my family name growing up you know everybody called me nani and it's just simpler it's cuter it's easy to remember so that's my artist name oh okay and
0: like uh, culturally uh what does it uh connect to because i hear the term nani i'm thinking about the hawaiian girl from uh lilo and stitch or something
1: yeah oh i love that so my name is hawaiian actually but i'm not hawaiian i'm puerto rican and filipino oh that's cool that
0: is this is real real cool that is, so uh explain uh like uh don't want to go deeper in the whole like the whole cultural element side of it but it's just explain like just like what's up with that just half filipino and then half puerto rican
1: yeah so half puerto rican half filipino i used to live in the bronx and then i moved to Westchester county which is more suburban more predominantly white but i did have that experience being like submerged in a bunch of different cultures like I grew up around a lot of Albanians, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Jamaicans, and stuff like that. But um, I never really met any other Filipinos. Like, Puerto Ricans are everywhere in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. But for my Filipino side, that's from my mom's side. It's um, part of the Asian continent. It's, it's really interesting, I feel like. Because when you tell people you're Asian, they automatically would assume, like, japanese chinese and all that mm-hmm. but the philippines is more of um like an island i would say like it's more um south southeastern asian i believe you can correct me on that but yeah so and they're also the
0: conquered by the spanish too like just like uh, puerto rico and everything exactly right?
1: yeah, yeah. So, a lot of Filipinos also have Spanish last names and stuff, Mm. but still, the cultures are very different, very similar in, like, family and food, but very different experiences. I've never been to the Philippines, too. I've only ever been to Puerto Rico, but one day, one day.
0: Okay, yeah, sure. Definitely write it off your bucket list. I was just... Uh, Talking in the last episode about traveling and stuff of that nature, I know Puerto Rico is definitely on the list for me. Um, Philippines, I don't know what's really out there, out there. When I think about Philippines, I'm thinking about like Manny Pacquiao. Uh, uh,
1: They uh, have beautiful waters, I know.
0: And Batista or something. Beautiful,
1: clear waters. I would love to go one day.
0: Oh oh yeah, definitely. I feel like you can definitely knock that off your uh, bucket list and everything, but going deeper in the whole dynamic and everything, what are some things about the Filipino culture that differentiates from the Puerto Rican uh, culture? And so like, what are some ways that they do things and like the way the Puerto Rican do things that are just, you know, in their way?
1: I can only speak from my personal experience and like my family. My Filipino side is more reserved, I would say. Um, my Puerto Rican side is, you know, every time we get together, it's music and loud and it's always a big scene, always a big feast. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in the Filipino culture, we also eat with our hands. That's a big thing. Uh, we have what's called kumayang. I can't oh. translate it for you, but I know it's like this big feast where um, all the food is laid out on plantain leaves
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and we just eat with our hands. Um, surprisingly, Filipinos are also stereotypically known for singing and karaoke. Mm-hmm. We love that stuff. So I that probably has a lot to do with the singing career that i've chosen now mm-hmm.
0: but, i know there's like some famous puerto rican musicians like i know jennifer lopez and like big ponders like two and uh fat joe those are the main three people i know off the top of my head
1: yeah uh-huh. that too
0: and everything so, like both
1: sides um in puerto rico we also have more rhythm
0: <laughs> yeah more what
1: more rhythm Oh okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, you said it, man. Well, um, <laughs> that, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, I get that. that. That's that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Um, if we had to go into detail about your background in regards to, to the Bronx and everything and growing up into the Bronx, uh, uh could you um uh, give a firsthand um uh, summary in regards to how that was from your own words, like just day to day life in the Bronx?
1: Day to day life. I was young at the time, so it was just natural to me. Like taking public transportation, seeing the busyness and, you know, like people hanging outside on their stoops and the loudness, the the train that I lived right by the train. So like every like 10 or something minutes, it would come by and just like be so loud. That stuff was normal to me. And then I guess the real culture shock was moving the suburbs and not having that anymore not having so much diversity having the quietness and then i would still have family in the bronx so then having to go back and then like have it all switched up it felt like being two different people Mm. in some way
0: do you get a sense of identity crisis because i feel like i can feel that to a certain degree like uh, growing up in charlotte because it's like you know i grew up on east side charlotte was just known. Like being a little bit more multicultural yeah. to a certain degree but it's like my folks made me go to like the predominantly white side of charlotte like you know for school and everything so it's just like you know i feel like in a sense i was kind of distant but it's like i knew like the struggle firsthand you know so it's like i'm kind of in the middle like yeah and, so it's just like you know it,
1: I'm say. it does have some effect on like i wouldn't say identity crisis but i definitely some confusion sometimes i feel like This is something I'm working on, though, but, like, when I go to the city, I feel like I have to act more city than I am, and then, like, when I go to the suburbs, I have to cut down and, like, act Mm. more towards my environment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially in the city, because I feel like if I start talking like a white girl, nobody's going to take me seriously. Mm. Like, I feel like I'm going to get played or something, or, like, I don't even know, but... Yeah, it is definitely confusing at times. I'm just trying to stick to who I am and yeah, just focus on myself really. Oh yeah especially when it comes to this music stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. I feel like you got a whole lot of range when it comes to the whole music thing, for sure. And everything, like, I so before we before, uh, you hopped on and everything. Cause I know I do have an admiration for your style from uh, in, in terms of impression. It seems like, you know, you have your own type of voice and your own type of sound with it. Even, like, the background in, in the whole uh, Zoom video, it, like it kind of reflects your vibe to a certain <laughs> That's
1: conditions. my Halloween lights.
0: Oh, really? You got, you got Halloween lights?
1: Yeah. Well, it's just the orange light bulb, but I just switched it in last night. Oh, but okay. so Halloween Hall- vibes! Spooky season is coming.
0: You're a big Halloween person.
1: Yes, very. Oh, really?
0: Okay. So, what are your favorite things about a Halloween? Like in your own words.
1: Dressing up and like being somebody else, like the whole fantasy, the magic, the darkness, and obviously fall. Oh, okay. So fall season, hoodie season love it i love it all yeah man I definitely... it's very nostalgic to me it's a very nostalgic what? holiday
0: oh cause i feel like yes you're growing up and everything you think back to all the times you probably dressed up and everything uh as somebody... mm-hmm.
1: and like all the old halloween movies oh
0: yeah like
1: yeah i love it i love it all
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. I got to get back in the spirit for sure. I don't know what's up. Like, I be seeing the decorations and everything. I got, like, some bags of candy in my in my trunk and everything. But it's mostly, mm-hmm. like, for work because it's, like, you know, like, I got a part-time job where I got to sell vacations. And sometimes the kids want to, mm-hmm. like, spin at the wheel for some weird reason. So it's like, okay, it's like they don't want a vacation. At least they get. They
1: Put some back. orange lights in your house and you'll feel the spirit.
0: Oh, yeah. No, Surely. I think I would just get back to just watching horror movies and everything. I think that's what's that's
1: going a, to me.
0: yeah. yeah. Like I feel like I could probably watch a horror movie at night or something like that, or something. You know, like definitely Halloween. Obviously, Michael Myers. That's one thing. You know, Friday on. Uh, mm-hmm like uh, Friday the 13th or, um you know uh, nightmare on elm street and just uh, just that and just anything on top of that like the texas chainsaw massacre you know all types of horror movies go pretty mm, much I'm not. a big
1: fan of the saw series. You like saw? Oh, okay. I love. <laughs> the first 3 were good I and then mean, it it got dumber and dumber but
0: um I never got into saw. I don't know. I just kind of looks uncomfortable like dang like dude this is like
1: Exactly. It's uncomfortable. It's like gory. It's like nasty.
0: I feel oh. like my favorite uh the horror movie, uh icon or whatever might be a uh, Scream, the whole ghost face killer
1: thing. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'll
0: tattoo that, you know, it's just like cause it's just I don't know, it just looks cool, like design wise, it just looks like like something mm-hmm. cool and everything. Um but I feel like personal favorite I would say would I say a Friday? <laughs> I feel like Friday the Thirteenth might be it. I feel like it might be a tie between that and Elm Street, but I feel I don't know. Friday the Thirteenth just feels a little bit more like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like it feels like a, okay, like of course he would come back from the dead and haunt you for like. Linda, I wish like,
1: Halloween had more music. Like you know how there's Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. I wish there were more Halloween songs.
0: There are. you just look up all the metal songs and all the scary. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> middle songs like or something like i don't know but not even outside of like the horror movies like they got the, also like the disney uh halloween specials too like a halloween mm-hmm. town those
1: are that.
0: my personal favorites yeah and like the scary godmother thing on um. cartoon network and everything. i don't know why they stopped it too. they probably could have made like two more maybe even three more to be honest because mm. i want to see like how girls like you know like maybe in middle school high school you know trying to maintain that you know maybe she's getting too old to hang out with her like you know or a little scary godmother friends or whatever. Like I would have been some shit to see, but it's like you know. Now mm-hmm. it's like, but now it's like, dang. Like I'm I'm 24, going 25, thinking like, damn, they really could have, they really could have did something with that. But you know, it, it is what it is on, on that end. Um, what are your favorite costumes you like to dress up for in uh, in regards to Halloween?
1: Um, I don't know. I like, like this year, I have a you. You ever seen Jennifer's body?
0: Uh um, Megan Fox. No. Can you go into detail? I think I heard of it, but it's just like, you know, it's just so what's
1: what's it's it's this movie about a girl who gets sacrificed and she comes back as a demon and she basically just eats everyone. Okay. Um, Yeah. But it's Megan Fox, so I like costumes. I like costumes that um like from movies or cartoons and stuff but i don't know it just depends like i also like to look good i i love dressing up
0: mm, you know i feel you i feel like
1: yeah for my
0: case i don't know It's just growing up I, I my costumes it just it goes all over the place i think i was a werewolf one time i think i was a clown one time
1: mm-hmm. um, i had a phase where i was only disney princesses
0: I had a phase where I was only dressing up as a ninja for like I think three straight years. <laughs> like, oh, what about ninjas? It was just like yeah, ninja costume. Yeah, that one, that one, that one. I'll take that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't even know what Mortal Kombat was, but I, I still like what it's like the ninja costumes and then it's,
1: just, it's fun. It's like connecting with your inner child.
0: I feel like I need to get more in tune with, like, the, atal- the adult parties, though, like, you know, like, it's just oh, like yeah, those I know they had the college parties I would show up to every now and then, but like, now I have to college, like, now what? Like, do I, do I go to more adult parties? like, like what's up? Yeah. Like, yeah that's probably going to be the case.
1: Just go out for Halloween. Let's see what you get yourself into.
0: Yeah, see what you get yourself into. Something like that. I might hit up, like, one of my friends or whatever, like, from the 24 and plus
1: mm-hmm. that or something.
0: Like, maybe they can just, maybe they might hook up an event. Or something like that. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What are your plans for following this year?
1: I'm going to be hanging out with some friends. No, the whole chavane. I'm going to be in Albany, most likely.
0: Hey, what's up uh, over there in Albany? Some Albany shit?
1: I used to go to school in Albany, so I still have, like, my friends up there. And... Yeah, just gonna go up there, get away from home, and have some fun. Hey,
0: hey, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> dude, do that thing. We just went into a tangent all about Halloween for like,
1: yeah. how <laughs> <not> long? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, would it be like that? But um, in regards, uh, yeah, getting back into like, what really drove you into music? Like, what what really like drove you on that path? Uh, path um, besides the uh, you know Filipino karaoke type stuff. Like, what? Mm-hmm.
1: what you- um. I've always I've always loved music. I've always loved singing. I think I started singing, singing when I was introduced to like Broadway shows and musicals and stuff like that. I have a godfather who very bougie city guy. He would always take us out to the shows like Wicked and the Heights and stuff like that. And just watching those shows and just I gained an appreciation for the performance. And um, I would start singing along. I realized that I had a voice. So I started writing. And then eventually writing became my, my therapy. Like it, it's okay, my writing style, I would say I'm a writer first. A singer second because I care so much about what I'm saying. I'm a firm believer in the power of words, mm-hmm. manifestation, and all of that. So, you know how people will doodle pictures in their notebooks? I was always the person to doodle words and like mm-hmm. phrases and stuff like that. And that just carried on with me till I was older. As I matured, my lyrics matured and my voice also matured. So I just put the two together, um, and I am where I am. It's just, it was really just something that I love that stuck with me, and something that I continued to pursue, something that I always looked towards, no matter what it is that I was doing, no matter what it is that I was studying in college, Um, I always found a way to connect music to it, so okay,
0: so it's like a sense of therapy right there and a sense of a cross of like just your uh, your daily clips of uh, interest between like doodling and just uh, stuff of that nature yeah that's really cool that seems like um like the beginning of a lot of people's uh, quest for like music and everything like in my case like it yeah was, like, it
1: just like, becomes a second nature really. Yeah, yeah.
0: For a while. In nature becomes an urge. It's like, I need to write this. Or I need to do this. Yeah, like, that's cool that you're a writer first and you actually like hold deeply on like, get words before you want to sing. And some people would just be like, I feel like in this generation of music, I feel like people are just more focused on like what sounds better, whether it's like sex sells or like drugs and like, you know. Like, yeah. So it's just like, you know, like the R&B elements of like music is just kind of lost um, for a while. without you know it's just without it being entirely uh over the top explicit which is like you know more power to you like whatever makes you feel like um
1: mm-hmm.
0: like you're um like uh what, what's that word i'm trying to say like i don't want to say exposed what's that term like when you're when you're telling when you're like
1: like expressing, vulnerable,
0: expressing yourself yeah when expression self-expression okay, yeah yeah yeah, I'll be losing all my words. I don't know what the hell be up on me. It's like just simple words like expression, I
1: forget.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's just like that like, While I hear your music, it really just sounds like okay, like, you know, this is something that you can really do like something with. Um, in terms of like how you're trying to like get your voice out there and everything, uh, what, what's really mm-hmm. your plans and in terms of like getting it out there? You're just gonna just do you day to day and just like show up. My plans mm-hmm.
1: is my plans are to keep writing, keep singing. And I'm working with a new team. Don Julio had reached out to me. Shout out to Don Julio. Hey, his, had him on the yes, yes. So he had reached out to me. Also, social media presence is very crucial to have when you're trying to network and make connections. But he had found me on Instagram and reached out. He said, I like your voice. Um I'm looking for a singer to be a part of my team. And I was looking through his account. I, I like what he's about. I like what he's doing. I like that he's into music. He's a curator. He has his own fashion brand that he's working towards. So I'm over here. I'm like, take advantage of opportunities. If opportunities present themselves to you, jump on them.
0: Yeah, most like that. You
1: know what I mean? So... Um I said yeah I'm down and we we've been doing studio sessions together. Um honestly I'm really appreciative of him because he's bringing me into the booth where it really happens. He's introducing me to people who can really make something. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm excited to keep working with him. I'm sorry, like, you ask me questions, and then I start talking, and then I, like, I go on, and then I kind of forget.
0: No, 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 it's okay, go <laughs> on as much as you want to, <laughs> but to a reader, yeah, but on the subject matter of Don Julio, because that's another subject I really wanted to speak on, too, like, dude, Don really has his mind set on, like, really, like, doing things for real, like, it's just, like, you know, I've been yeah. in this thing trying to do music for a while, I dropped my first mixtape to, like, last year, so it's just, like, you know, when I think mm-hmm. about it, it's just like it's just like yeah, you know like Don really like has his like stuff together. I'll actually build the team and then merchandise and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just like you know being on top of that and being actually serious about this thing. Like I had to brush shoulders with people who have no clue what they're doing with this music thing. All they used to do was
1: just yeah.
0: hated like talk shit. Now it's just all they did. and then they just disappeared after a while. Which is like why well, I, I see like how like when I hear from like Don's like my uh, mindset and everything um getting a feel for like what his ambitions were and just how disciplined he is not only as an artist but like as a businessman too because this is really is yeah. a business
1: so. he's very big on having his whole team come up together which i respect about him definitely in which opinion. is why i'm staying with him no definitely yeah. yeah i'm just i'm really looking forward to everything that we could do together like i'm looking i'm looking to him i'm looking at him as a mentor, as an opportunity, as just a fellow artist. And yeah, like I'm still in my beginning stages. I have one single dropped. I'm still new to the recording process and, you know, being in the studio. But the more that I submerge myself into that environment and the more that I focus on music and just keep it a part of my everyday activities and work towards progressing. And just, if I keep focusing on growing and learning and becoming better, I know that this is gonna be my future. Cause I'm already on that path, you know what I'm saying? So if I stick to that path, I will get to that future in music that I'm really looking to be in.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. You can get that situated because, you know, like, you know, my middle name is Dolake. I'm not, I am not. know you see the first part or second part of my name with it, but my middle name is Dolake, and it means, like, one can make it on his own, essentially. So it's like, you know, togetherness... I yeah, yeah, no, it's a cool name. Anyway, togetherness is really the key to po- progress and everything, and, you know, mm-hmm. this in the game where it's like people, it's good to be selfish, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and you I'm put like, so much pressure on yourself to get things done that you forget that you can reach out to other people, like, Having a team is really important.
0: But also especially
1: being, in something creative.
0: But also being humble and the fact that you know that you might need some people around you and everything. Yeah. You can make it on your own. In a sense, mm-hmm. he can do things, but it's like it's so much stuff to, to manage and everything of that nature. You know, it like is. music is something that binds people together, that brings people together and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like for you to like bring your whole people up and for him to be far ahead, you know, at his age. Yeah. Cause I've been hearing a lot of like his music too. Dude's really heavy talented with the boom bop stuff too. You know, he could really make some things shake if he really invested, uh, as long as he invested in mm-hmm. himself and his, and his team as a whole. You know, it's just like for my case, like I'm trying to work with CrowdFreak and everything. It's like a page called CrowdFreak. Um, if you want to mm-hmm. look them up, I could probably send you their information also. And they're kind of mm-hmm. new. They're kind of like starting to gain more traction and everything. But it's really a business mm-hmm. really to help like independent artists get uh, uh get to perform at events, and they'll literally fly you out mm-hmm.
1: with hotel and everything,
0: like literally with the hotel and everything. And it's just like if you make good song but like you're, you're good it doesn't even matter what you look like or whatever like there's like mm-hmm. this dude called two down which i'm trying to get on and he made this one song was like a spoof of a whole another song and everything and dude is like you know really making it he doesn't even look like how you like think like an artist like which is like the kind of artist that you think people would seek out for and everything but he's still mm-hmm. like you know he's still rocking the crowd and, you know still raising his confidence up and everything so it's just like, that's why I tell people, everybody that I meet that's an independent artist is like, yo, lock in with these guys because you don't know where they're going to be five years from now, or it might get even harder and harder. They're hooking people up with a plane ticket and a <laughs> hotel and a f- festival like uh, appearance and everything. There's definitely people you should lock in with and everything. And I'm, I'm, I'm okay. telling okay. people I lock in with them I'm
1: okay. telling okay. I lock Please. in with them
0: too. So it's like, I don't really, I don't want I when it comes to this information stuff, I don't fear people coming up and everything or getting far or whatever, you know, whether
1: I'm mm-hmm.
0: or not, that's not the case. You know, like hip hop is a lot bigger than us. You know, so music is a lot bigger than us. You know, everybody can be successful. If someone gets even more successful than the other, who cares? As long as you find success within yourself, that's all that matters. It's just the happiness of like, yo, I did it. I made it, I made it this far that's it mm-hmm. so it's just it's just something to really consider you know i'll send you the information as soon as possible maybe you can look them
1: definitely. up definitely review
0: it with don julio because i know y'all a team first so it's like definitely like get it around then so just say mm-hmm. that toasty toasty send it to you and everything of that nature because like i feel like you know like y'all could really like make something shake. like dude really recommended you like when i was trying to think mm-hmm. of more interviews and everything like don re- recommended you so it's just like you know um that's just like that's just like now his mindset for his people and everything. You know, he's not trying to like make it just as alone. He's trying to make it as well, yeah, a- he's
1: he's dope. He's good people.
0: Yeah, definitely is, man. I, I hope I pray for his success. You know, like when I meet or I talk to a whole lot of artists on my on my podcast, you know, you're the one hundred and twelfth episode. So like you're not the first artist and everything. And you definitely won't be the last, uh sure of course, because it's just like, you know, we're so we're beginning so early in the stages of um of of our careers and everything we don't know where we're going to be at five years from now this year from now and mm-hmm. it's just like you know like I'm 24 about to turn 25 in February so it's like it's really just like I'm getting older and older myself so yeah. like the more yeah. the more stable financially I become I can be able to like actually like really invest my time to my music career especially since I already graduated college and um, I'm really seeking to go to graduate school at the same time it's just it's just another goal and everything, but it's also a goal that's a part of me. And I feel like those who are goal oriented um, have some kind of system or organization set up within themselves and between the network of people that they know, they're gonna get far. So it's like you yeah. got good people behind you, you will make it far. You do got the talent that'll carry you far too. And uh, it doesn't seem like anybody in your circle is unauthent- unauthentic, neither or egotistical. From I don't know them personally, but it's just like just yeah. just strong. yeah, the, definitely not the crowd that you're in, right? What happened? Definitely not in that egotistical or, you know... No,
1: no. They've you know. uh, Everyone that I've met so far, like, has been um very supportive and willing to teach me honest as much as I think, you know? But it's just been... It's been a good vibe. It's intimidating at first, I'm not going to lie, because they are so used to the process and mm-hmm. I'm just entering it, but with more time more time in the studio more commitment I could get to that level I will get to that level
0: oh, of course you can because you used to be riding like every other time right just riding day to day and stuff like that you know yeah just as a habit and everything like once it becomes a habit like and you build a system for yourself like, then you can, you know, yeah. be able to refine it over time, you know, like, I haven't been in the studio in a minute myself, but I already broken down a system of, like, okay, I can just listen to this beat over and over again, okay, that's where the hook would go, that's where the verse yeah. would go, and then it would just be, like, just trying to, like, leave timestamps on, like, where would what go where, and then it's just trying to learn how to, like, uh, how to implement a, your your breath control. Yeah. That also,
1: also. yeah, that's also communicating what I want to hear, like, Communicating what's in my head does that make sense? No, no, I feel you. you yeah, no, because it's
0: like it all starts from your head. Your vision has to be realized and everything. Yeah, goes. like
1: I know what I want to hear, and I know when things don't sound right. But it's just communicating that yeah. that has to. Work.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Everything
1: is a lesson, a work in progress, a lesson in progress, work awesome. in progress. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that extensively, man. It's just like, I remember when I was in the studio dropping my, my first mixtape, and I had, it, it took me from December of 2020, 2020, yeah, it was December, like the fall of December time of 2020, and recording from then on, using all my financial aid Um, from then on, and going on and on, on and again, and literally just recording for months and months until I dropped in April. It was around the same time I got COVID, which is crazy. Damn. <laughs> so, I was just, so I was just in a room all by myself, trying to drop and letting people know. So it's like, but then I dropped through Distrokid, so it was gonna take a while to get it on everywhere. So I had to wait a little bit, and then so yeah. I had to like put out the the SoundCloud leak, and that's pretty much like what I was doing with it for a while. Yeah, yeah I man. I think you can get that uh, situated, but. In terms of, like, what you prefer your fan base, like, you know, to be and everything, or what do you, not ex- expectations of what you want your fan base to be, but just really just speaking on, like, the type of fans you'd want, or the type of fans you feel like your music would draw in, like, what do you feel, what type of people you feel like would mess with your music, from your perspective?
1: The type of fans that I would want?
0: No, it ain't gotta be what you want, but just in general, like, what you think would be more, like, attuned to, like, your, uh. Music, like when you feel like it would be people that would be the same people that listen to lana del rey would it be the same people that will uh, will listen to you do you feel like well
1: because she is such a big influence of mine i would like lana del rey listeners to listen to my stuff um i want strong powerful women to be my fan base women that want to be better and are constantly working towards being better um I don't want I don't want to have like the toxic artist label mm-hmm. apply to me. You know how they say like some artists are manipulate, like female manipulator artists, male manipulator artists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I necessarily want that. I just want to be known for self-improvement and like constantly levelling up, getting better. And I want my fan base to get better with me. Like that's sure. how I see it.
0: Just want to reflect a more humbler type, just people that just like music in general or whatever, just like because fan base is such a cru- crucial aspect of um an artist's success. You know, NBA Youngboy's whole uh fan base is what carries him to like, mm-hmm. you know, like literally like filling out concerts, but also just like buying like a lot of his music too and everything. And I think the baby. Is at a place right now where it's like, like, yeah, everybody was messing with him uh, back mm-hmm. in 2019, but now it's kind of like, kinda like, starting to thin out. Which I want Our my fan base to be great.
1: I want my fan base to be the divine feminine. That's what I want my fan base to be.
0: Oh, really? Just divine feminine? Just, just females? I mean, dudes can mess with your music too. I think your music. is... Men cool.
1: can also be feminine though.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Well yeah. Obviously. Or maybe balance.
1: Uh, mm-hmm.
0: i think maybe you probably shoot for people that are more soulful and things of that nature. Um, yeah. Have you ever done, a, have you ever performed live before?
1: I have a couple of times. I'm planning to do more. Hopefully in December. I heard there's supposed to be this big showcase that Don Julio's throwing, so you know, if things go accordingly, I will be performing then. But I've performed at like college stuff. I've performed at um, open mic nights in restaurants and um I performed at a showcase in Middletown um I was also reached out through Instagram and yeah at that point I was just looking for opportunities to get on stage and share my song so I took it um I went with some of my friends we went to Middletown and performed and it was good feedback it felt good it was good practice but yeah I, I just want to perform more i just want to keep doing it
0: yeah i think you can do it like in the more you actually perform like the better you'll get like i have yet to perform any of my songs i've been dropping my songs way back in april i still haven't done it because it's just like
1: this um. <laughs>
0: there's a whole lot of things that like, going on my life. I just want to wait till I hit a certain number of songs. I feel like as soon as I lit like about like maybe 50 songs, once I start getting like really mm-hmm. familiar with my voice, and my breath yeah. control things of that nature, you know, then I could probably take it like from there. Um I feel yeah. like in my case, like I feel like you know when I'm in my songs will be sound like I'm running out of breath. And that's one of the like, <laughs> that's one of the biggest things I want to work on yeah. before I really step on stage or yeah. whatever. I might have to remix a lot of the songs on my first mixtape, you know, just to so kind of at least you know show at least some kind of growth one but it's like you know just just some things uh, to keep in mind um on everything i just i really want to just get back in the studio again that's that's one of the main thing um mm-hmm. that i really want to shoot for maybe this year if not this year definitely i can carry it to next year it's just more work for me to do next year which is i don't mind it but it's like uh, yeah just something to keep in mind
1: yeah. if i had it my way i'd be in the studio 24 7
0: oh yeah definitely working I'd rather save the studio time for the weekend, so, like, from Friday to Saturday. Friday to Sunday type. Um, no, don't I do me...
1: We could do this on a Monday morning. We <laughs> could get it
0: done. Like, oh, Monday yeah, surely. But, you know, I feel like that time before the studio really gives you some time to live, or I really, like, check out Perspective and everything, so you don't rush That's
1: nothing. true. You
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, like, you know, like, I would, if, I, if it was up to me, i might probably de- dedicate one week to, like, one or two songs. Maybe four, mm-hmm. if, if I could hit it, up to maybe two to four songs um to see like how fast not to see how fast but just trying to get the just you know live life a little because it's like you know music yeah, really you need
1: me. life to inspire these songs
0: yeah most definitely um and just like just kind of look in perspective uh also and you know, things of that nature but uh, uh hold on just keep on since we're about to end like on this side of the recording uh, we could probably uh um carry this on to the next recording when we hop on that's that's cool with you right
1: yeah sure
0: So i'll let you know before you <laughs> want to cut it off because it's like you know i don't want to be like Cut us off and everything in the middle we talking and everything. So it's like I'll just see you on the part two part of the the mental deaths podcast with the uh, Nani. All right. See
1: recording. you.
0: <laughs> All right, back at it again, part two with Nani. Um, yeah, so it's like in transition from um because our last thing we were pretty much talking about just uh just uh getting better as an artist and pretty much just trying to overcome social anxiety um and stuff of that nature what are some other things that you've also been trying to uh, work on as an artist
1: um as an artist i would say confidence Mm -hmm. in my lyrics and in my voice Mm -hmm. and my presence
0: yes most definitely all those are very, very crucial, and you feel like the best way to like work on those things is just keep exposing yourself to the medium as a whole. Just like keep doing these like uh performances, uh mm-hmm. for live crowds. And how large are the crowds, uh, or how large are you um, uh pretty much uh comfortable with in terms of performing?
1: Comfortable. I mean, the more the better. You know what I'm saying. I've never been. It's funny because although I have those anxieties, I've never been stage i never had stage
0: fright that's good that's a good mindset to be in you know um i feel like i'm good um in front of a crowd uh for like poetry slams if i got like my rap book in front of me i can just look inside and i don't have to look in the crowd too much maybe i can give a glance here and then mm-hmm. and so, that's pretty much uh it's been a while since i've done a poetry slam i need to get back into doing that again but i don't know if my schedule will let me do that now because i gotta work from like uh from like 10.45 to like 7 a.m. in the morning now. So yeah. Just, yeah, so it's like, I mean, unless they had like a poetry slam before that time, I'm gonna have to look it up on Eventbrite and stuff. Definitely something I wanna get back into uh, for you sure. You can always
1: make time for the things you're passionate about
0: oh yeah most definitely most definitely um i got like two jobs right now so it's just like you know let's just i feel like that's what's really gonna hook me up um in the long run i just need to really get into the motion of like trying to save money a little bit more that's pretty much a, in my case right now yeah, i
1: have a spending habit
0: yeah no no seriously as soon as i it's mostly just food i guess it's just food for me it's just i ain't like a heavy heavy eater But it's, like, you know, like, I'll just pull up at Wendy's and get, like, a burger or something. Like, some McDonald's here, a little little Caesar's Mm -hmm. right there. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, it's just, especially now that I got to work from, like, from 10 to, like, 7. And now it's just, like, it's good to have, like, something in your stomach sitting uh, in the
1: cafeteria. And, I don't know, packages just make me happy. Like, nothing makes me happier than giving myself a little gift.
0: Amazon coming through. It's, like, like, remember that thing you got, like, a week ago? Well, here it is. (laughs) I, that I
1: ordered some headphones. I keep losing my AirPods, so I ordered some like over-the-head Bluetooth headphones, mm-hmm. and they should be coming in this week. Oh, because one cool. thing I hate is riding the train without my headphones.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's oh yeah, that's right. You do live in New York, so you gotta ride the train like all the time.
1: I go to school in Queens.
0: Oh, you in college?
1: Yeah, I go to St. John's, and if anyone's listening, y'all should tune into my radio show it's every wednesday from three to four it's called synchronicity
0: hey synchronicity
1: yeah it's fun don julio is supposed to be here tomorrow and we're gonna oh, talk about music and artistry
0: oh that's cool that's really cool that y'all locked in like that and everything uh so mm-hmm. I explain what is st john's what's it, what it called called st john's mm-hmm. university is that st. hbc john's
1: university no it's a catholic school
0: um dang. I was hoping the baby was like I don't know. I just always be asking me, you go to HBCU, you go to because I graduated from HBCU. <laughs>
1: Aren't
0: there any That's HBCUs it. out there in uh, New York? They ain't got no HBCUs out there.
1: Um I'm not sure. I know my friend goes to one in Georgia and the other one Atlanta, but I don't know nobody that goes to a New York HBCU.
0: Yeah, I think HBCUs are more like a down south kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're lit, though. I see y'all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the homecoming <laughs> at my school at North Carolina Central University got a viral um that was on, uh, it was covered by BET, so, you know, there's that.
1: That's what's up. That's dope. Have you seen any cool artists? Uh, from what's
0: North Carolina most Central?
1: Memorable one?
0: Any dope artists from North Carolina Central?
1: Yeah. Ah uh, yeah, sure. I know
0: a couple. Um, I'm actually linked in with a uh, There's Dear Amir from Connecticut. Um, he's he's dropping a whole lot of songs. Um, I know one of my friend, uh, July. Uh, he call he calls himself Illusion. Um, yeah, he's Ooh. really dope. Um, yeah, we just have a lot. Like we're kind of locked in. I need to I need to set up a group chat or something. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of people I know. Um, one dude I know to sleepwalking S L T. He's he's also really good too um just glow a free glow he's, he's kind of locked down right now but um anyway yeah there's like a whole lot of artists like that's the great thing about uh, hbc is that everybody's like creative in their own way so it's just like you know some people like to act some people like to dance some people like to model some people like video games everybody just chills with each other so it's like you know i
1: love that
0: yeah i miss being in college i really do i can't wait to <laughs> go, i can't wait to go back to school for graduate school just like so i can have a reason to keep going
1: <laughs> it's not the same for me because i started during covid so now I'm just like I can't wait to be done. Ah dang I'm focus sorry, on music.
0: Dang, I'm sorry that you got that answer. It? It's, it's stuff, that, uh, it's stuff that, that they didn't pro that, that Catholic university didn't provide you with the, you know, uh with an environment of uh, the college experience that you thought you would uh get. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, I just realized they're gonna be knocking down like the one of the dormitories I used to stay in like three times. <laughs> and
1: everything
0: yeah. yeah it's kind of low-key second that's where i met a whole lot of my friends <laughs> that one yeah big bames that's what they call bames hall and everything so it's like hopefully they don't knock it down before homecoming um uh, maybe i can just pull up there on the weekend you know yeah. see, if I can, see if i can grab me a brick to keep it as a souvenir so that would be really cool. but um in transition um to other things um another topic uh What are some things that you love about this generation of music and what are some things that you dislike?
1: Well, I've always said that the good thing about the music industry, especially now, because so many people have like are able to be artists, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, The good thing about the, the music industry is that there's so many people in the music industry. The bad thing about it is that there's so many people in the music industry. So it's like you have that support. You have that community. You have people that can come up with you and help you to your success and vice versa. And then you have so many people that it's like it's hard to really get to that level.
0: Like stand out in a sense. Like, Yeah. I feel like it's kind of half and half. I feel like there's more of a market for everybody now and everything to get whatever they want, what they want to get signed and get a whole Mm. lot of money. Uh, by a major label, or they just want to remain independent and just kind of gr- depend on their uh, their fan base.
1: Yeah, respect um, to those people because it takes so much to really do everything yourself and be good at it.
0: Yeah, you really got to be on top of like, your stuff, man. It's just, cool. I feel like a lot of people, for instance, like you can see somebody like NBA Youngboy and everything. You start through YouTube and everything and drop a the video through YouTube and, uh, mm. you know, get more You more see, all it
1: more. takes is putting yourself out there. Just it's, put your work out there
0: and let it be seen. Yeah, literally, will get to the right people. I assume, uh, whenever it's able to, and then it's just like um, even outside of like NBA YoungBoy, you got a BFB to Pac Man. I know you know about the guy that did the Free Joe Exotic. Um, you heard the about the Free Joe Exotic song with the uh, Sada.
1: <laughs> I be in my own yeah. little world for real.
0: That, you should definitely check him out, <laughs> cause like that's just how cause he's like from Michigan. He's a rapper from Michigan. And everything, and it's like you know, he's like a really heavy set dude, and it's like most of the songs is just him roasting himself, but it sounds so hard that you don't even care. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: dude wear a hoodie that says HIV yeah, positive.
1: I gotta check this stuff out.
0: Yeah, definitely. I whatever you're talking, about, I can probably send you a link or whatever to a lot of his music. It, it
1: sounds because like
0: it was like viral for like a little bit. <laughs> the Free Joe Exotic song.
1: No, when I tell you I'm in my own world, I really um like I don't really be knowing what goes on. No, yeah,
0: but it's good to be self aware. You gotta know where the market's headed. cause like especially it may not be what's trending now, but you can definitely check out what could be trending in the future, just by listening to who is is hot right now and everything. But it's just like you know, I respect B BFB the Pac Man because dude is just himself and he's just funny, and it's just like you know he's slowly building a fan base through that. So it's just like you know, it's just like it's just one of those things. It's just I feel like even down here in Charlotte, you know, North Carolina, we got the baby, um, but that's yeah. just um, and we got Rich Dunk and um uh, and other people too, but it's just like at the same time, I feel like we're still trying to kind of find our own identity in terms of like what to be as an artist and like how to express ourselves and how we can all like really like reflect Charlotte as a whole. So it's like you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like we're we're down south metropolitan city, kind of like Atlanta. Actually, we're a lot bigger. And have a lot more people. A lot of people don't even realize that, but it's just like at the same time, it's like we still trying to find that you know that edge, that uh, that identity. Like we're having a bit of an identity crisis. So how Uh, would you describe uh, that
1: identity?
0: And Charlotte?
1: How would you describe it?
0: Like in Charlotte, North Carolina, as a whole? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll
1: say like identity. If you can narrow down into like three words.
0: And Charlotte oh no I can't do it in three words I can give a little summary and everything but Mm -hmm. if I could break it down like really because it's like you know because then we have to talk about like uh our sports teams too and I said like what do sports teams have to do with everything but it's just like it always feels like we're getting closer to like really carrying like a whole lot of momentum and like being like you know hands-on in terms of like a real like lit lit city like say in Atlanta or in LA or in Miami or in New York you know what I'm saying like historically okay this is a lit city but because especially with a lot of people moving into Charlotte too, like it kind of helps with that uh, to that end. But it's just like you know it just feels like we're still trying to like find ourselves like as a people, you know so it's just like you know with the whole the baby situation, you got one half of people like still supporting him like hey, you know the baby he, he's cool and everything and he's got other people like, like hating on him like that weren't hating on him like two years ago be like, oh, he does this, he's homophobic, he does that blah 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 blah. And it's just like you know, it's not it's not that deep, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like you can't separate the song from the artist and everything. But then on top of that note, like a lot of his yeah. songs, some people might say sound exactly alike, you know. And it's just like you know, I know you've listened to a couple songs from the baby and everything. And there's not much, there's not not much of any difference in between all of them.
1: You can't, you can't like listen to somebody you don't support sometimes, because when you think of it. If you don't like them why would why would you put them in business
0: oh yeah no no definitely i feel that so yeah I,
1: I get where some people are coming from
0: yeah no no i feel that i feel that and it's just like to his degree things like he's being blackballed and everything i mean i want to support him support him support him but i support him like as like one charlotte artist supports another to that degree like i just yeah. hope that he's just successful regardless of whatever is going on right now you know i hope he's able to take care of his family And keep in mind, like, in his own life, like, he lost his father and his brother. Like, his father died and his brother committed suicide. So it's like a lot of people seem to sleep on that as a whole. Like, dude was really going through some things, you know?
1: How do you feel about Kanye?
0: About Kanye? um, Uh, Kanye's Kanye. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a reflection of just mental health uh awareness i feel like it's like exactly. that's one of the most that's one of the biggest things that they sleep on within the black community especially like with black men too bro
1: mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of
0: things we just gotta have to thug out like it's just like you know like i've been in my room all day today after work <laughs> i didn't realize i didn't step out not once just to get like you know sunlight nothing it's just like, like
1: sunlight makes me feel happy
0: yeah no yeah. seriously even
1: if i'm having a bad day just we're literally plants no <laughs> In sense. Just get some sun, eat some good food. We're playing second I, I'm i a big music lover, so music always makes me happy. Yeah. Just play some music and just you know, I,
0: think I, might I, get some, I might go get some food in a little bit right after this, like that's for sure. Definitely want to get some, some
1: steak food. tonight. Some what? <laughs> some steak.
0: Oh, yeah, you're gonna steak. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> cool. There's a new a restaurant that opened in Charlotte called Dave's Chicken, like Jay's Spicy Chicken.
1: Yeah, I want
0: to try that out. Cause I know my brother put me on, but he he didn't even let me like get it the little like milder kind of hot chicken sandwich. We got the Reaper chicken sandwiches. I'm like, why would you get the hottest <laughs> chicken sandwich on the first day? You could not just work your way up to this. Like I was just the way so I people
1: think, just like that. They just jump in.
0: Yeah, he's weird like that, but it's like, <laughs> but yeah, on the whole mental health note, it's just like you with the baby and Kanye West and everything. I feel like even being like a celebrity, and like reaching that level, is like that's a whole nother slew of problems you have to deal with.
1: Mm-hmm. People I mean, constantly with baby, yeah with the baby's you.
0: yeah with the baby's case, like you know the old dude that tried to press him at the Louis Vuitton store, and then it's just like um. Also, again, with the situation or he has to, like, you know, get an altercation from now. People
1: on. are probably always wanting to start with him now. Yeah,
0: just because they want to get clout off of it. And if like, you end up looking stupid or weak in that situation, it's all on you, and then it will affect your brand. And mm. then, you know, like, look at how much his brand was affected just because the, the little the thing he said at the music festival, and they say it was, like, homophobic and stuff and it's just yeah. like you know but it's like you know if you've ever been to a party like even downside, so maybe it's just a down south thing like people will say stuff like uh, that around the crowd of it doesn't mean he hates you know gay people or nothing like that you know it's just like why would they turn into such a big thing um if he never said like oh like you know forget all like blah 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 blah, gay people blah blah blah. you know what i'm saying Like it wasn't direct to them um so it's just exactly. like i don't know i just feel like some of these these stuff is just kind of like a bit of a what you call it like a stretch you know what i mean yeah but that's just my opinion, you know. I, I support dude as an artist. I don't listen to every song he puts out, but it's like I just try to like just I would rather just like support other Charlotte artists and like get in their way, you know, especially if we're trying to carry that momentum as a whole. Like, you know, New York's different because
1: you're talking <laughs> cultural
0: like y'all the mecca of like hip hop and you know stuff of that hip
1: hop originated from the Bronx.
0: Yeah, that's the Mecca. That's the Mecca. That's
1: crazy.
0: Yeah, and then we're all just trying to kind of Kind of trying to get like a piece of not the piece of the pop, but just kind of get uh sewn into history on that degree. Like, you know, Atlanta is we could say it's like a whole lot of it's a city where it's just like it was very significant hip hop. Um, we could say even uh, Louisiana as a state is probably a little bit more um influential than
1: like North mm. um, that's crazy. I never realized how focused I was on like New York rap. I, I don't really pay attention to other places, like, I don't really. If they if they're if they sound like they're from New York, I will ask, are they from New York? And then start listening to them. But I never really listen to outside artists. I mean, that's
0: fine. Yeah, whatever works. I mean, in Charlotte, we have no choice but to listen to outside artists. I
1: never pay attention.
0: We always pay attention to outside artists, like you know, like of course, J. Cole, Drake, um, and just other artists from California, like in the '90s, and then all the other. Uh, New York mm-hmm. artists from the 90s. I'm not 90s. saying
1: I don't listen to them. I'm just saying, like, I never paid attention to where they're from. Mm.
0: No, yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah, that's pretty good, then, on, on your end, because it's like, at least you know, like, the artist first, and, like, the art, you focus on the art side mm-hmm. of it before the person. And also
1: first. that New York pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, y'all, y'all got a lot of pride and everything, that's for sure. Uh, most definitely. So it's like, you know. Yeah, w- weird thing is a lot of people from New York come here and live in charlotte and everything we, i just be wondering why do people say like they be like they ran new york when they're like in new york, in new york? <laughs> like what, what's it up with that
1: really proud of you from new york like new york will teach you some things for real
0: yeah but they say you ran a whole city like
1: full of, like what like hundreds of how many people
0: are in new york like
1: a lot of people
0: like millions of people
1: you know, we all got our blocks we all got our hoods our streets so it the world be- becomes small when you're limited to just that and uh, you're just focused on that.
0: Yeah, but that's crazy. It's like with different boroughs like the Bronx, Brooklyn, Harlem and everything. Can you go into detail of like which which borough is this, like, you know, what's the nature of each borough of the top? I would be thinking Harlem, but like that's where we're mostly like predominantly black. And yeah. then Bronx that's predominantly Puerto Rican. There's also
1: Spanish Harlem, a lot of Dominicans, um, the Bronx yeah i don't know man like what do you mean i don't know just go into detail because like the nature
0: like in charlotte like we got south side charlotte which is like most of like you know all the bougie you know predominantly oh. white here and oh,
1: yeah we, we have girls so it's a little different
0: yeah that's what i'm saying like you want to go into detail like the nature of each borough like the kind of people that are each in each borough like the type of cultures that be there
1: I always think Harlem should be its own borough. Harlem is in Manhattan. For the longest, I thought it was in the Bronx, but it is not. Harlem is in Manhattan. And it's crazy because when you think of Manhattan, you usually think Times Square, you know, city life. Mm-hmm. But there's also the lower part that, you know, obviously is more inner city, urban. I see. Um. Yeah. You, you know how it goes. That's um, Staten Island and Long Island, I always get mixed up. So mm. one of them, you have to take a ferry to, But they're deep. And then Queens, I'm only just recently hanging out in Queens because of my school. I never, you know, knew anybody that was from Queens, never had a reason to be out there. Mm. But it's really nice. I'm not going to lie. Especially near the colleges. There's some big fancy houses and stuff and it looks really nice. Oh, and good. then yeah, when you walk down the strip, there's just like a bunch of food and there's um yeah. Um let's see. Brooklyn I also am fairly new to Brooklyn. Um I in there because of the studio mostly. So Brooklyn, I would say, is tough. Okay. Um, I got lost trying to get there last time, and that was a night. Mm. But it's very busy. In the daytime, it's much nicer. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, at least they can go into detail about a lot of the different cultures of uh, the boroughs and everything. Um, But how would you like to utilize your culture and your music more, like your Filipino and uh, Puerto Rican culture? Like, how do you feel like... You let can-
1: that be a part of my identity and let people understand that and get to know those different parts of me and my... Heritage. ...identity, yeah. Oh, that's cool, that's cool. Heritage is... Everything It's what makes you you, your culture, your heritage your background, your environment, the people that you have surrounded yourself with, the things you've listened to, the stuff you've watched, Mm -hmm. the words you've read. It all becomes a part of you. It influences who you are today. Oh, that's cool.
0: Uh, Do you feel enough Filipino artists are represented in music?
1: There's a lot. Olivia Rodrigo is one of them. Um, I know Saweetie is half... Filipino, Filipina. Oh, yeah. I forgot. She is Oh, dang. Yeah. A lot of them. Are, they it, it gets thrown in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more than we realize. I think Vanessa Hutchins is also a Filipino woman.
0: I think she's a lot of things.
1: Yeah. She's <laughs> like
0: a mix a of a whole things. lot. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Is mean, th- there any Filipino uh, artists that you know that, that kind of inspires you?
1: No one in particular. Um, I would say.
0: What about any Part- Puerto Rican artists? Mm,
1: Puerto Rican Bad Bunny. It's
0: Sorry, Bunny. say that again? Bad Bunny. Oh, wait. Bad Bunnies. Oh, yeah, he is Puerto Rican, ain't
1: he? He is Puerto Rican. His last album was very Dominican, though, <laughs> sound-wise. Like, te me pregunto, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. Can I curse in here? Can do what? Can I curse?
0: Yeah, you can I curse? I've been cursing, like, on and off again throughout this whole interview. Oh. Ain't nothing no.
1: wrong
0: with it. Maybe listen and stuff of that nature. Um now, ain't nothing wrong with words. Uh but I know you mentioned earlier about like how words can really like reflect reality or something on the lines of that. So you believe that you know words have more power and in, in terms of like making you um mm-hmm.
1: the words you put out there are very important. Mm-hmm. I believe that well, okay, that's uh-huh. cool. Is there
0: any is there any scenario where like you might have said something or uh wish for something to happen and it really happened or something of that nature or
1: yeah, it, it's backfired before. Like, you know, when you jinx yourself, mm-hmm. that's happened to me. Um, mm, I don't know. And I think more people like the more you talk, the more you reveal about yourself. And I'm a very private person. Mm-hmm. So. I feel that.
0: I feel that, in a whole, as a whole, yeah, I feel. <laughs> like, oh, no. So just like I don't like to list the whole like topics there I'm trying to go through all of them and. Everything. I feel we like pretty much hit on a whole lot, except one thing. Um, in regards to where do you see yourself in the next five to ten to like fifteen years?
1: Fifteen years, own car, own place, making music, making money, living life, no stress. <laughs>
0: And you want to live in New York throughout your whole life?
1: As of right now, I can't see myself living anywhere else. Really? That's cool. As of right now, you know, that might change.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I feel that. Now, I can see myself. I probably, kind live in Charlotte. If I had to, like, settle down anywhere, it might be somewhere, like, maybe in Durham, Raleigh area, because I went to college out there and
1: mm-hmm. everything.
0: So it's, like, uh, there's one. But if, like, if I had to step out of town, I'd probably go to, like, Washington, D.C.
1: Yeah, my goal is to have a nice luxury loft apartment with big windows, a nice view, a brick wall. I have really high standards for myself in terms of what I want to achieve for myself as well. And but, i know. Yeah, you, you you feel me? You see you see the vision?
0: Yeah, I see the vision. I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Uh- i feel like you know for me in my case like i'll be trying to write down a lot of that stuff like script manifested and stuff of that nature i know the mm. full moon just passed and everything and that's yes. pretty much what i've been doing
1: aries stuff. moon too you're an aries yeah aries moon i'm a cancer sun oh aries moon aries i mean cancer ascendant so cancer aries cancer
0: oh what are you Oh, I'm an Aquarius, and uh, I got a Libra rising, or Libra ascendant, and a Libra moon.
1: Ooh, I like Libras.
0: Yeah, I'm triple. I like
1: Libra women. I haven't really gotten to know Libra men yet.
0: I'm an Aquarius but... guy. I just got Libra placements.
1: Aquarius. I have a brother that's an Aquarius. You got a lot. Y'all are weird, but y'all are cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have Meg the Stallion, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, Meg Thee Stallion, um, what's another person, um, uh, Birdman is an Aquarius, I know J. Cole is an Aquarius, mm-hmm. Dr. Dre J. Cole is an went to
1: St. John's, did I say that? Say what? J. Cole went to St. John's.
0: He went to St. Augustine.
1: No, he went to St. John's. He did? Yeah, I put money on it.
0: Look it up, just look it up real quick. I say it. I don't believe it, just say it. it
1: Cole... St. John's, Forest Hill, like what? It's one of my favorite albums, No Skips.
0: Oh, where, you say you're a big, avid uh, J. Cole fan?
1: Not as much as other people, but I do appreciate his work.
0: Okay, I, I, on the last episode of my podcast, I was uh, conversing with this one girl about going to Dream Fest, which I did twice, like the first one. And then the second one. So, it's just I'm trying to go hit the third one, maybe next year. This
1: is cool. Bro, I'm telling you he did.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking through right now. All right, for um, The modern-day St. Augustine. Oh, no. Never mind. It is said he's a modern-day St. Augustine. I oh, was going to St. Augustine... University,
1: okay.
0: Mm. I know they got this stuff somewhere. We're really just talking on the podcast. John, look up like J. Cole.
1: Because I'm telling you, like, he really What did. university? Like, I'm pretty sure he said that at Hollis. Did. What else? Did I say? Let me see.
0: What is oh, hold on a second. Damn, I can't ask Google. Question What university did J. Cole go to?
1: St. John's University. You may have, I'm seeing it right now. I googled it. Oh, you did? Yes.
0: Oh, so you did go to St. John's. Yes. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Why
1: take us so long? I wouldn't say it if it weren't true. Why did I say St.
0: Augustine? I just assumed he went to school in, in uh, North Carolina. I forgot he did go there to freaking, um, uh, what you call freaking, because he went to New York to, um, to pursue his music career. So it's like he just thought New York was going to be the area. You know, he's 37 now. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: three
0: years away from being 40. That means 2025 will be 40.
1: No, I love that man.
0: And I'll be 27 then. That's weird. That is a weird... I'm looking at his Wikipedia page like right now and everything. Just like slowly scrolling
1: down. They did a segment on Genius. How well do St. John's University students know J. Cole's music? Uh,
0: Yeah, I think I saw that one. I think so. Holy crap. He still plays basketball, probably. Yeah, probably. we we just been going all over the place, looking up people so <laughs> and everything. So I know, like, what, what about his uh, whole album of twenty fourteen, uh, Forest Hills Drive, and everything? What about it really spoke to you? Like, what song spoke to you like the most on the twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive?
1: The storytelling is so good. My favorites are. Well, wet dreams was my first favorite, um, but Saint Tropez is really good.
0: Yeah, like Saint Tropez.
1: No, Saint Tropez is really good. Yeah, I um, miss Saint Tropez. I don't know. It's just really good. They all have their own time to be played. I feel like it's just. It was like the background track of my life at one point. Yeah, that's
0: exactly how I see like uh, a. Yeah, with the whole Forest Hills Drive and Born Center and Cold World, yeah, and all that. But I feel like his mixtapes will really have me grounded, like you know, especially the stuff like Truly Yours and the Come Up and the Warm Up. And just... the
1: first song I ever heard by him was Workout.
0: Workout for me. Workout. That tells
1: you, yeah, that tells you what you need to know about my fanship.
0: We all started with Workout. That was the song. That was when you started making music videos or Power Trip and everything. Those two songs.
1: Now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Workout for me, workout
0: for me. I swear his whole career is like the blueprint. <laughs> I swear it's just just in general, just the type of things he's like. The con.
1: whole thing he did with Dreamville was super dope, too. Yeah, dude, you need to pull out for Dreamville Fest one day. Oh, for Wait, when is it?
0: Um, he hasn't dropped uh, the tickets yet, but I'm definitely trying to get on that like as quick as possible. That's why I, I need to save as much money as I can just in case. because mm-hmm. <laughs> if I if I can at least lock down the layaway, like I'm good. Uh, if I can get VIP, that would be amazing. I really hope he drops it. Maybe in November or like December or something. I feel like that would be a little bit more manageable.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, because yeah. that would be dope. Definitely, I I'm going exactly to want
0: yeah it's really good it's really good um like I know I got a picture of the cause I was in a group chat and everything uh for dreamville mm-hmm. fest and it was like oh, wow. it was on it was on Facebook and everything we're all just kind of talking about oh yeah dream is gonna be cool like the two day it was like a two- day festival uh, last time like before then it was just one day and that was it but um but anyway yeah two day festival it was just it was cool we all met up like near the Ferris wheel and we all took a picture it was like forty fifty people be <laughs>
1: wow that was like a great night <laughs>
0: yeah it was crazy yeah they went to um, i know a lot of the other people went to club hopping after that i wasn't able to beach be, up with them um because i had to get some stuff situated mostly i was high so it's like you know <laughs> it was the edibles man they took me off guard i love <laughs> I
1: mean, the edibles
0: it was like the, every time it's like the it's always the the fruity pebble street. I'm never touching them again because it's like that was the second. For me time. it
1: was the nerds rope. The nerds the nerds rope had me on my ass. Yeah, I yeah. hate
0: freaking edibles because it's just like they're good, but it's like they're bad. Now I want to try the nerd's rope one. And it's just like I know it's <laughs> gonna have you put like, messed up anyway. But it's just I'm trying to stay away from that because it's just like it always like it always ruins the experience. Like I'd be so like, I don't know, it just makes me like sad and like just be like, dang, like I'm really just in the wind. Uh... So. Like, you just, you feel so, like, you're so aware, but you're, like, not self-aware. Like, you're just kind of slow. You gotta do
1: it in right amounts. Not everything is about just getting the most high. It's about yeah. enjoying your high.
0: But that's the thing. Like, with the rice I only took, like, a little piece, but it was so potent. It was just, like, it was just, it just, my whole body just reacted to it. I'm just like, nah, never again. Maybe I'm gonna have to wait till I go to D.C., where it's, like, a lot of that stuff is legal. So, it's just... Um. Yeah, then it's like I could be more chill. It was legal
1: in New York. Oh yeah,
0: how's that? How's that with that?
1: It's so lit. You know how good it feels to smoke a joint in a cop's face and him not say anything. Yeah, I've seen
0: that in DC. Like <laughs> they're That's like legal. they be chilling on the sidewalk, just smoking. I'd be like, okay. Like, You'd be smelling me just walking out the sidewalk. I'm like, why isn't this legal? Like everywhere if it's legal here in DC.
1: They're starting to care less though. They should. I, care less, when, I know. I believe it, that we should be legal everywhere, and it's not a crime. It's not a drug. It's a plant. It's just a, that.
0: Of course, they don't care about our safety. Come on, <laughs> they let they sell guns at Walmart. Like it's like they don't it's really
1: crazy.
0: They do not care about our safety, bro. Like, do they, sh-
1: they just walk around with it out?
0: What the guns? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it depends on what state. Some states are open carry. Like, you know, it's just, I'm just Have saying. you seen it? Well, people walk um with guns and everything?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I've seen a couple guns here and there, but it's just like, you know, it's just life now because you get older and then uh, people get scary to fight and they can't take an L. So it's just like they got to take a shotgun. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, That's crazy.
0: Like, what kind of ops do you have? Do you have to like, you shoot them down? like.
1: <laughs> what kind of ops do you have?
0: Exactly. <laughs> Who are you running from? But Honestly, I can understand it because you can really get hectic and stuff mm-hmm. of that nature. But it's like, uh, yeah, man, that, that sounds amazing. But they have vendors and everything, like now they got like legal weed now here in Charlotte, like where it's like, it's like Delta 8 or something. And it's just like it, it's just mm-hmm. being a jar when you walk to a smoke shop. And I'm like, okay, so why is this stuff illegal? It's like, oh no, it's just it's not a whole lot of THC in it. And I'm like, okay,
1: fake weed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what-
0: so weird it is so 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 weird but that's just how uh, life is and everything but uh anyway um we're getting pretty close to the ending of this uh, recording i know it's like it starting to kind of pick up there, like, the whole <laughs> situation <laughs> but it's like uh but i do thank you for hopping on nani and everything i really do hope that you really uh find the success and, see the and thank
1: success. you for talking with me
0: and really really grow in in the whole music industry But not in the music industry. I just hope that you grow musically because that industry side of it kind of seems a little bit shady. But let's just hope that you can really hit all the goals that you want, you know? Yeah. Is is there any last words you want to let the people know before we go off?
1: Follow me on Instagram at nani nani, O-O-U-U-N-A-N-I. I I have a radio show that's every Wednesday from 3 to 4 p.m. So tune in for that stay connected with me for more music and all of that and yeah this isn't the last you're going to be hearing of me so
0: oh yeah surely like hopefully i like to probably have you on the third season next year and we can see like what that looking like and everything that'd be pretty cool um maybe if i had more video content or whatever i'm more mobile from like state to state we'll, we'll see we can set some up
1: totally
0: Oh yeah, surely, most definitely. Um, but that's it for the Mental Threats podcast, episode one hundred twelve.
1: Dang, wow. like
0: thirty eight episodes away from reaching my goal. Like it's it's crazy how far I've come.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Yes, hell yeah, and indeed. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it for the episode of the Mental Threats podcast, one hundred twelve. Are uh, we sewing in, and now we're sewing out.